Good morning, and thank you for tuning in today's episode of episode 11 of Sweet Seats. I'm your host, Joey Hogan. I am joined here by Rocky, Aaron Dondo, Macy Hinderer, and Cara Doolittle. How are we doing today? I'm doing pretty good. How about you? It's great outside. You know, it's a great day. <laughs> Macy, how are we doing today? I'm good. How are you? Good. Um, so basically today we're going to be talking about our Week 15 NFL predictions with scores, a glimpse into the NFL playoffs, and finally touching on some NFL postseason awards. So uh, I'd like to start off today, you know, kind of with looking, looking at the uh, the schedule for um, week fifteen. Um, you know, first of all, does anybody have any outlandish takes? Um, I actually have <laughs> one. I think the uh, the Dolphins have been doing really good, but I honestly think they might uh, take a loss to the Jets. The Jets are five and eight. They haven't been doing good, but I feel like. Their defense is just going to have, like, a really good, like, day against the Dolphins receivers, and I think that they might like, come away with the win. You know, I kind of like what you're saying. I do have the Jets over the Dolphins right now. Um, uh, the reigning, uh, uh, what is it, AFC AFC quarterback, um, Zach Wilson, coming out of nowhere. They just beat the Texans 30-6, to which was kind of crazy. Yeah. But um, I like to see that, uh, you know, Tyreek has not been putting up. He's I think he's hurt or just got yeah. done off an injury. Um, he's not been putting, putting up the numbers that you would like to see for him, and especially for Tua, too. So uh, I kind of like to agree with that. But um, I'd also like to start off with, um, you know, kind of just going with tonight. Uh, 8-15, uh, Chargers versus Raiders at uh, Las Vegas at the Death Star, as they say. Um, I got the uh, the Raiders taking this one home. A, it's home field advantage. B, you just Justin Herbert just is out for the season with a finger injury we noticed last week. Um, I don't think that Keenan Allen, if you have a family finish the team, good luck, because you're not going to get anything else from him because Justin Herbert's not there anymore. Um, the Raiders are shaky, but um, I think that uh, with home field advantage and uh, Justin Herbert out, I think the Raiders are going to take the win. Uh, my score prediction is uh, 32-21 Raiders. My score prediction for them is Raiders 18 and Chargers 13, so I think that's a little bit high. Um, I'm thinking uh, maybe an old-fashioned... Uh, Seven to zero win, just with one touchdown, probably in like the first quarter by the Raiders. But I had something similar to Rocky. I had six to zero. They didn't even make the extra point, so no. Um, so moving on to our obviously our next game and everything. Uh, uh, uh we had the uh, Vikings at Bengals. Um, I do like the uh, Bengals quarterback now that Joe Burrow's hurt. Yeah. Um, I don't think uh, the Vikings are starting uh, Nick Mullins instead of Josh Dobbs. So I think that's going to have a big factor. And your boy Jay Jettis is out. Um, I don't know who they're going to really rely on. Uh, a lot of K.J. Osborne, a lot of T.J. Ho- T- Hawkinson. Um, yeah, uh, I, they're just going to rely on those guys a lot, and I don't think they can produce enough for, you know, uh, for the Vikings to take a win. I got a um, 28-21 Bengals victory. Yeah, I agree with that. I got a 27-20, yeah. but I agree with enough. the 28-21. Yeah. Rocky, what you got? Um, I actually, let's see. I think I have 24-18. to 18. That'd be mine. Who are, your, some, who, who are some key players that you think are going to stand out, you know? Um, I think Joe, uh, let's say Jamar. I think Jamar Chase is going to have a really big day. And... I think the Bengals' defense, honestly, is going to do really good just because of the fact that they're playing with this, like, I don't want to say trash, but trash QB in with the 
Yeah, it's interesting to see that uh, Josh Dobbs has been benched after four games and now that Nick Mullins is taking over. But um, also I'd like to point out, you know, Jake Browning with the Cincinnati quarterback, he uh, he does – he has been producing, you know. And um, I feel like after this year he's going to sign an actual decent contract to be a backup quarterback. Yeah. Um, obviously we see him, you know, kind of taking over the Bengals. And ever since Joe Burrow got hurt, he's kind of been the key, like, leader. And, you know, you need a big leader to be a quarterback. So – um, like I said earlier, I think the Bengals are going to take this one to victory, even though the Vikings have been shaky. And it's interesting to see now that they're competing with the Lions. You know, it's a it's a tight it's a tight it's a tight division in the NFC North. And I feel like, you know, it's 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 hit or miss. And I feel like uh, I feel like the Vikings are just going to deplete from now on. Yeah. Um. So uh, anything else? Touch anybody else? Touch on anything? Sweet. Okay. <laughs> um, we'll move on to uh, our 4.30 p.m. game. Um, it is the uh, – this is all on Saturday, by the way. Um, this is uh, the Steelers and the Colts. Um, I don't know what to say about this one, guys. What do, you, what do you guys have to say? Well, I feel like they're uh, very similar teams. Both of them, you know, their quarterbacks are out. And they're not, like, huge teams. They're kind of fun to watch every once in a while, you know. Maybe you see them play, but – I don't know. I feel like this is going to be a really close game. I I'd think, agree with you on that one. Yeah, I think the offenses honestly aren't going to produce as much as these defenses because both of these teams have like probably like mid-tier defenses. But um, I would say probably a maybe a fifteen to nine score. Just I think I think uh, the Steelers are going to come away with it, but I think the Colts are just going to get three field goals, and that's it. They're not really going to produce as much as the Steelers. But, yeah, that's my – I think the Colts – I don't think it's going to be that close of a game, actually. I think the Colts are going to go 24-13 to 13 with this game. Okay. I think it'll be – Okay. What about you? Um, I think it'll actually be pretty close. They're both 7-6 and six right now, and the Colts are second in the AFC South, and the Steelers are only – or the third in the AFC North. So I think it'll be a good game. Um, kind of similar to what Rocky said. I think it'll be like tw- like 15 to – I don't even know. It's going to be close, though. My uh, score prediction for this one is going to be a uh, 17 to 12 victory. Wait, no, sorry. 18 to 12 victory by uh, the Steelers. Um, I think that uh, Gardner Minshew, you, he's a, I mean, he's an okay quarterback to step in, but you can't rely on Jonathan Taylor with his injury and everything. Uh, I don't, I think he was out last week, or at least wasn't getting enough carries to me to even notice him on fantasy football. And then I feel like Mitch Trubisky has not stepped up to the plate uh, now that uh, as him coming into the starting quarterback role. Um, but I also feel like uh, Jalen Warren has uh, gotten more taken over RB one in Pittsburgh rather than Najee Harris, which kills my fantasy team. But um, I just and I uh, I just I think that they're gonna heavily heavily rely on the run game, um, and I think it's obviously gonna be a Steeler victory. So uh, moving on, this is the my opinion, the game of the week. The Detroit Lions mm-hmm. or the Broncos are at the Detroit Lions, uh, eight to eight fifteen. It was flexed from a Sunday four fifteen game to an eight fifteen game on Saturday night. I mean, <laughs> who's not gonna watch this game? I mean. I'm personally going to watch it, but I'm scared to watch it, you know, because I feel like the Lions, they were doing really strong in the beginning of the season, but I feel like like as it gets later, they've just progressively gotten worse. I mean, Jared Goff, he's had so many fumbles and interceptions lately. It's they're like Their last game against the, the Bears was just, it was horrendous to watch. Well, this is what I got to say. <laughs> A lot of teams go through little, like, slumps like this, and 
it's very hard to come out of them. But I think that this team, it has, like, a lot of good players. It has a good mentality. I feel like this team can come out of it. Like, look at the 49ers. The 49ers went on a three-game losing streak, and everyone was talking about how they're going to be trash and how they're not even going to, like, do much and first round out of the playoffs and all the stuff. Then they go in here, and they absolutely destroy the Eagles, 42-19, to I believe, and they come out of this slump. And honestly, I feel feel like the uh, Lions are going to have a very similar, like, way into getting out, and I think we're going to beat the – or the Lions, I think, are going to beat the Broncos, like, heftily. I think we're, it's going to be, this is going to be our uh, our villain arc. Like, we're coming up, we're coming out of this little slump, and we're going to absolutely destroy them. I don't, I don't think we're going to, abs- I think we're going to, the Lions are going to win, but I don't think they're going to absolutely destroy them. I have them picked at 24 to 20 right now. Um, I think it'll be a good game to watch. I mean, if Jared Goff doesn't throw as many picks as he normally does, then we'll be fine, but... Otherwise, I think the Lions will win over the Broncos. Um, yeah, so uh, now you're going to get my whole uh, take on this. So I think the Lions are going to win. I think it's going to be a 28-17 uh, score Lions victory. Um, I kind of agree with Rocky about how I think Dan Campbell's going to preach all week of practice this week about, you know, if they win this if they win this game, there's a chance we're on the NFL that the Lions can clinch a playoff spot. You know, I've been looking recently um, – but uh, last week, you know, it was really shaky. Uh, the, Lions, the Lions lost, sorry, the Lions lost 28-13. Jared Goff had a season low of 161 yards. He was 20 for 35. Uh, he had a touchdown and two interceptions. You know, recently, as a Lions fan watching uh, this past, this month of December, basically, and end of November, it's been Jared Goff throwing pin interceptions, getting sacked. Um, it's, it's, not been, it's not been too nice to watch, and I feel like, that uh, one of these weeks they're going to snap out of it, and I feel like it's going to be this week. They're going to go return to their old Lions. You know, they're, they're, they're going to heavily rely on the rushing game, in my opinion, this week. Um, you know, but you also have a super hot Broncos team that's won their last, I think, five straight. Um, yeah. You know, with Cortland Sutton as their wide receiver, one, and Russell Wilson back there. Russell's been chucking it, and I think that – the public has obviously with the flex game. I feel like the public is going to be watching this a lot, and I feel like and it's at home. You know, um, the Lions been on the road. They went from New Orleans uh, to Chicago, and I feel like it's going to be nice for Jared Goff to at least just take a deep breath and kind of just like, you know, go back to his old ways of uh, of having it. So that's why my score prediction is obviously Lions victory. You know, about um, anything to touch on it. Sweet. Okay, so um, going into our finally, our Sunday game, uh, starting off with the uh, Giants and Saints. I mean, I don't have much to explain on this one. Um, I think Tommy DeVito is awesome, and I love his agent, and Mm -hmm. uh, he's been basically uh, publicly broadcasted a lot recently just because he's been, and now that Danny Danny Dimes is out, he's been uh, quarterback one, and they've been actually winning ball games. So um, I'll take the Giants over the Saints. I'll take him with a uh, 35-28 game. Um, yeah, that's going to be an interesting matchup because I feel like both of those teams are kind of around, like, the same point in their season, right? They're both just, like, kind of level. Like, they're not really, like, producing, like, insane amounts, but they're having, like, little stints of where they're, like, you can see a lot of potential in these teams. And I think it's going to be probably about, like, I'm gonna say the uh, yeah the I'm gonna say the Giants are gonna win this game, 28 to 24. So rather close, but I think the Giants are gonna pull away at the end. 
Um, I think the Giants will also win, but my score prediction was 31-24. I think it's going to be a really close game with the Giants. I think it's going to be 23-21. to mm-hmm. I think that'll be really close. You know, I kind of, I, I kind of like it. Um, I like it um, how everybody's giving score predictions, and I, I like the Giants winning. Obviously, like I said earlier. <laughs> um, but you know, moving on to our uh, now, this game, I 100% have no. I'm willing to bet money for this game. I think the Titan. Uh, we have our next game, um, the Texans at Tennessee Titans. Um, I think now with C.J. Stroud quarterback out, I think and Will Levitt's uh, kind of going, going off basically. Um, yeah. I think the Titans are going to win massive. I think it's going to be a uh, 21-7 game. Sorry, 21-10. Um, I think that Texans, not with Tank Dell out, and uh, I feel like they're going to have to rely on Devin Singletary a lot. In my opinion, Devin Singletary cannot carry a team to victory. Um, and he's a good running back, good running back don't get me wrong, but uh, I feel like with uh, Derrick Henry, obviously DeAndre Hopkins, and how Tennessee's quarterback's been doing recently, I just feel like that the Titans are just going to take over with a huge victory. Yeah, I see uh, Tennessee uh, 24-13. Pretty much like similar score, but just a little bit higher scoring. Um, I also had Tennessee at 35 to 14. I had the Titans at 21, Texans 17. Um, going on with uh, Rocky, we were kind of touching on this earlier. This is now the uh, the Jets at the Dolphins. Um, you know, I'm going to take the Jets in this one. Jets have been hot. You know, Brees Hall has been having himself a day. Zach Wilson, he's a sketchy player. <laughs> I don't know, you know, but he has his weeks, and I feel like that I just I think they're going to win. I think they're going to win close. I think it's going to be uh, 21-17. I think Tua's going to have a hot take. I think Tua's going to have two picks because Jets' defense is no joke. Their uh, secondary is amazing. I would yeah. consider one of the best in the NFL. I, I like their defense a lot, and mm-hmm. I feel like that um, – that Tua is going to have to heavily revi- or, sorry, heavily rely on Jalen Waddle this week, and um, I just think that the Jets are going to win with a uh, score of twenty-one seventeen. I actually think the Dolphins are going to win that game twenty-seven to thirteen, although I think it will be difficult for them because Tyreek Hill is playing on a bad ankle. So I will say that that'll be interesting to like see how it plays out. But I got to disagree with you. I think it's Dolphins twenty-seven to thirteen. Um, I had the Jets winning 27-20. to I think it'll be a close game. Like Carter said, Tyreek's on a bad ankle, so I don't know. I think the Jets will pull through. So kind of just bouncing around just because we're running out a little bit of a time here. Um, we're going to skip to our Monday night game, game of the week, uh, the Eagles versus the Seahawks. Eagles are at Seattle Seahawks. Um, I think that the since the Eagles just lost the uh, Cowboys, I think the Eagles are going to be on their villain arc, a.k.a. their revenge tour. I think they are going to smoke the uh, Seattle Seahawks. I think it's going to be a 42-21 victory. I think Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown are going to have the connection of a lifetime, and I feel like they're going to gallop into the end zone. I don't think it's – I think it will be still a close game. I don't – again, dis, i gotta, I got to keep disagreeing with you. I think it's going to be 30-26. Wow, really? Yeah. I think – I mean, the Seahawks have are 5-6, and six, and they're having quarterback issues. So I think that's looking good for Philadelphia right now. I think 30 to 26. I think it's going to be rather close. I think the Eagles are going to win, but I think they're going to have a game-winning field goal. I think the score is going to be 24-21. Um, I also said the Eagles would probably win. Um, I think the score will be Eagles 28-21. and uh, to 21. Okay, so uh, kind of moving on now, we're going to talk a little bit about the playoff picture for the NFL. 
Um, obviously, with in the NFC, the uh, 49ers have clinched the uh, the the uh, clinched the playoff spot. You know, you have in the hunt, obviously, the Cowboys, which I think they're going to clinch a spot. Uh, the Lions, I mean, come on now. And then you got the Buccaneers, the Eagles, the Vikings, and the Packers. Um, and I think that's that's kind of kind of interesting that you have three NFC North teams in the hunt right now. That's kind of just like showing how tight it's going to be. Um, kind of talking how we were talking about the Vikings games earlier. Like I, I don't, I think that this with this move of Nick Mullins as their quarterback, I don't think that they're. I think they're going to hurt themselves. Um, and then obviously talking about on the bubble with the Rams, uh, my one probably my favorite our running back in the league right now, Kyron Williams. Uh, he had a big ankle injury for a most majority of the season, and then now, you know, he's just he's doing really well. Um, I like them. I think they're going to be a playoff spot. And then you have the Seahawks, Falcons, Saints, Giants, Bears, like. Like, listen, there are four, your four teams in the NFC North in the playoff picture right now. That's unbelievable to me. That just shows, I mean, how tight it is. But, like, again, Lions are coming out on top. And then, um, obviously, for the AFC, there are zero teams that have clinched the playoffs about 100% right now. But I think that the Baltimore Ravens will clinch it. Mm. Um, I also think the Dolphins will, Chiefs will. Um, but then you kind of go along with uh, – one of my favorite teams in the NFL, the Buffalo Bills, they have not been having a hot, hot, uh, hot week. This they're a hot season so far. Um, obviously, they are um, against the Cowboys this week. Uh, it's gonna be a tough struggle for them, but I think they can pull it away. Even though Dallas is coming off a huge victory against Philadelphia, so I think it's probably gonna be Ravens clinching the one spot. Yeah. Um, I think that the uh, I think I mean I don't know. It's it's so hard to tell. Um, you know, we've learned that this year for the NFL that everything is kind of all up in the air and no one really knows anything about what's going on and injuries and injuries can ruin a whole team, but then you can have someone like Josh Dobbs who comes in and still, you know, produces for, it just, it's crazy. So, um, I think the, I think the, um, the Ravens are going to be a top spot in there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, anybody have anything else to touch? No, um. I mean, other, other than the fact that you you think that the Bills, I, other than the fact that I think the Bills are going to make over it. the Lions, that's that's one thing I got to touch. No, on. no, no, no. Wait, 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 wait. Let me rewind. I like I'm a, I like the Lions first, but if it wasn't for the Lions, if it weren't for the Lions, like Bills would be my number two. There we go. Okay, all right. Let me make that clear. Okay. Okay. So um, now just kind of wrapping it up, we're gonna uh, talk a little bit about the um, some NFL Player Awards. You know, um, obviously. Uh, I'd like to start off with uh, Rookie of the Year. You know, uh, my hot take for Rookie of the Year is going to be the uh, the Lions running back, Jameer Gibbs. Um, I know this is a little outlandish, but I feel like, obviously, with this week and Lions establishing the running game, um, he's going to have a really, you know, really good uh, chance to kind of take over C.J. Stroud. Because C.J. Stroud is now injured, um, I think that he's going to rise in people's favorites, and he's my hot take for the uh, NFL Rookie of the Year. Offense, NFL Offensive Rookie of the Year. Um, I mean, that would be awesome. I'd love Jameer Gibbs, but uh, I think C.J. Stroud's just running away with it. He's having one of the greatest rookie quarterback seasons of, I think, all time, which is just crazy. He's breaking all these records, didn't throw an interception for, like, seven games as a – like, that's just – he's having an incredible season, and I just think he's just going to run away with it. But, yeah. I kind of think Tommy DeVito might be offensive rookie of the year 
because he kind of like emerged from obscurity and he stepped onto one of like the biggest stages in sports when he started when he took over his starting quarterback for the New York Giants. So I kind of think he's somebody to look at for offensive rookie of the year. I said CJ Stroud. I mean, like Rocky said, he's kind of walking away with it. So. Um, and then kind of moving on, uh, this is one of my favorite ones to kind of talk about is the uh, NFL Comeback Player of the Year. Um, obviously, um, you have your top prospect, Damar Hamlin, but I also think that uh, Tua, I think Tua is going to walk away with victory in this one. Um, I think that uh, coming back this year, putting up numbers that the Dolphins have had, like offensively, he's been throwing crazy numbers, and uh, I think he's going to be Comeback Player of the Year. Yeah, um, I just want to say something. This might be something like kind of controversial, but this Damar Hamlin for Comeback Player of the Year, like, I like feel bad for him and all everything, but I just want to say he is like horrible. He is not a good player. Like, <laughs> he does not deserve Comeback Player of the Year. Like, like, come on, Tua. Obviously, he's having an incredible season. For last year, he had all those injuries he suffered, and like, we're gonna throw in Josh Dobbs. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> He had two good games. Like, let's be real. He had two good games. He just got benched. Like, come on. Give me Tua. Give me Tua. I kind of think Geno Smith is, should be uh, comeback player of the year. Okay. Again? Okay. That's Again, yeah. My top um, I also had Tua. I mean, I also had Russell Wilson on my list. I mean. Okay. Ooh. I, I kind of I like that. I like that. I like that. So, I don't know. I, I kind of agree with Rocky. DeMar Hamlin has not had a good season so far. And I think Tua Russell should get it. You know, um, and obviously kind of our, our last conversation that I'd like to have is the uh, my favorites, uh, the uh, NFL Coach of the Year. Um, if you couldn't tell, um, I would be standing by uh, Dan Campbell. Oh, of course. Agreed. I mean, yeah, I, think, I think everybody. I think what he's done for the program of Detroit and for the city, you know, um, I feel like it's just it's he's securing a spot in one of the all-time coaches you know, not only in Detroit, but also in NFL history. You know, he's turned the t- the key. The interesting part is he turned a team from, you know, not even making the playoffs, kind of been like, oh, you know, we need. He's turned around the team and the energy. I think that's a huge part of it. The energy of Detroit. Detroit, the city itself, has a great fan base. And I think that he used that to help him promote success in the NFL. And I feel like. You know, some people are like, oh, some people are like, oh, the fourth down moves or whatever, you know. But I just think I like his style of football. He reminds me of my, he reminds me of my middle school coach for football. Like, I mean, he's just like, he's getting there, he's gritty, he's, he just loves it, you know. And I feel like that just turns everything around. And I think that what he's done for the Detroit Lions has been awesome. And I hope he sticks around a lot. And I hope he gets a Super Bowl under his belt. Because you know that the Detroit Lions fan base is going to be unbelievable yeah i just want to say like good coaches good coaches <laughs> your fan base loves but great coaches every fan base loves and like the, our this coach we have like everyone loves dan campbell like i even know a steelers fan and even he he says he's not a fan of the detroit lions but he's a fan of dan campbell like this guy just he's bringing like our whole fan base together and we used to turn on each other and all this, and the Lions are this, the Lions are that. But now, like, everyone loves this Lions team. Like, the Cowboys who? Like, the Lions are America's team. <laughs> Cowboys all, who? Cowboys, like, all because of Dan Campbell. And he just completely turned this entire team around. And I think, like, he's got us on the right track. And he, like, 
deserves and he needs to win that. I totally agree. Um, his coaching style is different than a lot of other NFL coaches, in my opinion, at least. And I think it it's really benefited Detroit. Like, if you look at, like, last year's, like, stadium for, like, a Lions game, empty. Now you have people who are actually wanting to go, people who want to buy tickets. Speaking of which, C.J. Gardner-Johnson's back there. C.D. Deuce is back this week. So yes, sir. Watch out for the uh, ski mask. <laughs> yeah, but, like, our fan base has, like, really grown as, a li- like, as Lions fans. And I think that's mainly just because of his coaching and how he's brought the Lions back up. So, so um, unfortunately, that's all we have time for today. Um, with that being said, I'd like to thank all of our listeners tuning in today. Um, I'm for your host, uh, Joey Hogan. I'm here by joined by Cardoolittle, Cardoolittle Rocky Arenado, and Macy Hinderer. For that being said, thank you, and go Lions.